Welcome to Legally Uncensored. I am your host, Demetria Graves, Certified Family Law Specialist with offices in Pasadena and Beverly Hills, California. Thank you so much for listening. I am so excited. This is the last episode of the year. So thank you so much for listening, submitting your topics, and your overall support. This was quite the journey as a first-time podcast host, so I really appreciate all of you. And I thought it was only fitting to talk about navigating the divorce process during the holidays. And honestly, I didn't realize how important this topic was or is until I started having the conversation with some clients who have been served with divorce documents during this time. And full transparency, we have served, my office has served divorce documents at the beginning of the month. I try not to do it close to Christmas. It's not urgent and it can wait. So if it gets too late in the month, we do try to wait. But It happens. And here we are. So today I want to talk about navigating divorce and or a breakup or some change in your or what you know to be your relationship or what traditions you follow during the holidays. So let's set the scene. You're typically during this time buying presents, getting ready for children to be out of school, decorating your residence. For Christmas, and bam, you are served with divorce documents or modification to custody documents or whatever the documents are. And I can see how that can be very heavy and very disappointing and how it can really ruin the mood of Christmas, right? Because during this time, we all traditionally have longstanding traditions or Things we do with our children as a family unit are whatever the situation may be, right? So now you have to think about how that's going to impact you, how it's going to impact your holiday traditions, how you're going to tell your family and friends. And as we always discuss on this podcast is how are you going to tell your children or keep consistency or traditions or whatever you have in mind, as intact with your children as possible. So based on what I've seen in my office, talking to clients and talking to people in general who have been through this, I have five tips for you for navigating divorce split, going through this process during the holidays. So number one is acceptance, right? Life is always changing. Life is always moving forward. And so I think the first step is always acceptance. With acceptance doesn't mean that you ignore what's happening. Is it you accept what's in front of you, right? So with the change or the shift in the family dynamic, and right now I'm talking about divorce, right? So that can mean the ending of a long-term relationship. That can mean moving out of a residence that you've lived in for however long. That can mean your children having to change schools. That can mean a number of things, right? And each family is different. But 
the beauty of all of that is everything is not going to happen at one time. You're not going to have to move for the most part, right? I'm talking about the average family. You're not going to have to move, change schools, change jobs, all in the matter of days of you being served. So I think being served or doing the serving. The first order of business is to accept that things are going to change, that there's going to be a change in the dynamics of your relationship. It's going to be change for your children. And that is okay. That is okay. Because once you accept it and understand that it's going to happen, if you're upset about it, or if you get to a place of, okay, this is happening. How do we shift our family? How do we shift? The more you accept it, the better you're at ease to handle what's to come. And with that, I'm not saying do not feel what you feel because your feelings are important. So I think it's also important to feel how you feel. And we'll talk about that in a second, but acceptance. And then what I've also seen, and we've talked about this in, in prior episodes is don't put on the show for the children, right? So w- when you get that initial, those initial documents and you're in a state of shock, a lot of parents have the first reaction of, oh my God, look what your mother or look what your father or look what they did to me. And then that tends to, to send the, the children in panic, right? Because then it's, oh my God, what did I do? Could I have done something different? Some children attempt to align with one parent or the other based on what their understanding is of the demise of the relationship. So I would say in the acceptance stage, try to hold back on that as well, right? Because you don't want to present this to your children in a state of shock, in a state of anger. So the more you can take some time to really think about kind of what's unfolding, the better off everyone will be in the long term. Number two is be honest. Be honest with yourself about how you're feeling and whatever it is, it's okay, right? Because most people go through all grief stages while going through a divorce. So if you're angry, that's okay to be angry. If you're sad, perfectly okay to be sad. And we always talk about if you're blindsided by this, clearly you're not gonna have your support system in place to start. So when this happens, this is a good time to start thinking about, okay, who can I call if this is something that you need to do to support me during this initial shock of it all? And um, as we navigate the holidays, as we're talking about, as we get through this this difficult time, is there someone that I can have by my side to kind of be there for me as I, I go through all of these emotional stages? Now might be a good time to consider therapy or start thinking about it, right? And a lot of times when divorce proceedings start, the parties are living together. So the service of documents might require you to want space from your the person that served you. And that's, that's perfectly normal and that is okay. There's a better ways than others to do that, but that's, that is okay. And then this might require you to fellowship over the holidays in a new way. So if you all went to your mother's house in previous years, that might be the case. If you all went to his mother's house, that might not be the case. And it's okay to say no. It's okay to say, I'm going to do something different if that helps you navigate this process a little better. And I think the biggest hurdle that a lot of people face during this time 
are the whys and the unsolicited advice from other family members, friends during this time. And some people find comfort in that and some don't. So I think it is important to come up with ways for yourself that you're going to deal with that. Who do I want to share the information? Who do I not want to share the information with? Where do I want to go or not go so I don't have to share or not share the information of what's going on? Because when something like this happens and there's a shift in family, then of course, people naturally will have questions, will have quote unquote advice for you, but you might not be ready for that. So that might alter for you where you go and what you do for the holidays. And again, that is okay. And I think what ties this all together is it might just be time to take a break, take a break and really assess for yourself. What is going on? What do I need to do? What do I need to do for myself? What do I need to do for my children? Do I need to move out of the house immediately? Can I stay? If it's safe to do so, now would be a good time to have a conversation with your significant other about the logistics of how this is going to go during the holidays. Are you going to keep the tradition right now? Are you going to celebrate for the children? Which I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of parents come together if it's safe to do so. And if you're on, you know, okay terms to do it, I highly recommend it if you can. And we'll talk about that as, as we get into dealing with the children. But it's okay to do that, right? Again, you don't have to have it all figured out right now when things happen. But I know your mind starts to wonder in terms of, okay, do I have enough money to do X, Y, Z? Can we cohabitate in this house together? What are we going to do about the house? What are we going to do about our retirement? So everything starts to happen at once. And I know we talked about in a previous podcast is, Now might be a good time to get out a journal if you have one, if this is something that you're into and start writing it all out. I call it a mind dump. So if you can get everything that you're filling out on paper and you can start to see what you need to do and you can prioritize what's most important to you, I've seen that be a a very effective strategy. There's also speaking journals now that you can speak and it, it will record for you and send it back to you, kind of your thoughts. So if you're not a writer and that's not what you're into, there are journals where you can speak about what you're feeling. You can do the mind dump that way and just kind of get out everything that is on your mind. And that might be important to do as well before you involve other people or, or seek the support that you need is understand for you what it is you're feeling, what you need to do. And kind of organize your thoughts before you you start to involve other people. And then lastly, and for me, most importantly, is dealing with children during the holidays. And not only are they off from school for the holidays. Most kids, especially younger kids, are excited about Christmas, excited about their time off. So this can be really challenging to introduce divorce and 
the reorganization of their families and all of this during this very difficult time. So for starters, if it is possible and if it is a situation that is not violent or again, if it's safe to do so, I would strongly recommend that this topic is not discussed prior to Christmas if that's something that your family celebrates. I think it would just be a very dark cloud for the children. And if it's possible to avoid, let's do that. And then as we discussed before, if at all possible, it's extremely important to tell the children together again, if it's safe to do so. So if you and your um, soon to be ex can come together and have a conversation and assure the children that what is happening is not their fault, that tends to make it a little easier for children to start to process. And then as you are aware, all kids are different. So you would have to assess for yourself if one of your children or all of your children need additional support to also accept the reorganization of their families. So that's telling the children about divorce. And then the practical side of of this is how do we ensure that their schedules are, are as intact are as close to what they're used to as possible. If it is possible to do so, try to keep the children as close as possible to their normal, quote unquote, normal routines, such as attending their same schools, attending their same extracurricular activities. If it's safe to do so, emotionally healthy to do so, that both parents continue to participate in their activities in their school. So kids, kids tend to think that the breakdown in relationships are their fault. So the more that you can have, even if the two of you are on the best of terms, the more you can have a a team effort, if you may, for the sake of the children, the better off your children will be. One of the biggest issues in my office is what do we do for the children for the holidays? Who are they going to go with? What is the schedule? Where are we picking up? What are the times? And so a lot of times different families have different traditions. And so I always say it's not a blanket. You get Christmas, you get Christmas Eve, or you get Thanksgiving, and you get New Year's Eve. I try to get an understanding of what is each family's tradition, right? Because this is not even a fight if you celebrate Christmas Eve and your soon-to-be ex-spouse celebrates Christmas, right? Because then we're fighting about nothing, really, because you can still have your Christmas Eve. They can have Christmas. A lot of times on Christmas, some families might have Christmas breakfast, some have Christmas lunch, and then some have Christmas dinner. So then, you know, again, there might not be a fight if your family traditions are different. So before fighting about it, try to have an understanding of what each of your traditions are. I would say 75% of the time we learn that it's not even a fight, that the traditions are different. So one party gets one part of the holiday, the other party gets another part of the holiday and all is as well in the world. However, there are times where traditions are the same. And typically speaking, if we were forced to go to court, then either the parties agree to split that time, 
each one year in odd years, children might go with dad during the morning or Christmas Eve to Christmas morning. And then that switches for the following year. And that's kind of the default if the parties are required to go to court. If you've listened to my podcast, I'm always encouraging you to do it different. Court should be the last resort, not the first resort. The more you can sit down and have conversations, again, not saying that you have to love your spouse or you're happy with them or anything of that nature, but the more that you can come together and have these discussions, because this is exactly what your lawyer is going to do, the better off you will be. And there's something really, really special about you having the say in terms of where your kids are going to go, the times they're going to go, rather than a court tell you what's going to happen. So the more you can decide for yourselves what's going to happen, the better off we all are. And especially when it's new, right? If it's new, then if you have older children, they might tell you, hey, I want to go to grandma's house or auntie's house or whoever's house. So, you know, respect that if it's if it's something that's reasonable requested, if it's a reasonable request. Um, if not, then again, the two of you should have a conversation about it, especially if it's it's so new. And so what typically happens in family court, there might be times where you do have a court order, right? So a court order specifies the holidays. And typically the holidays take precedence over a regular schedule. So let's say mom has alternating weekends and dad has, you know, the rest of the time or dad has alternating weekends. If there is a holiday schedule that says, you know, mom, although she has alternating weekends during the holidays, she has one half of the Christmas break. That will take precedence over her regular schedule and the same with dad. So typically speaking, what we do for holidays is one parent gets half of the holiday break. The other party gets the second half of the holiday break. And one party gets Christmas in one year and the other party gets New Year's Eve in one year and then it switches. And as you see, that's ve very boilerplate. And again, someone is telling you what you're going to do with your children. And if that's not something that you want, then you need to come together and have the conversation about it. And I think I've already touched on if there is no order, then the two of you are going to have to try to come to an understanding in terms of what is going to happen, especially if this is a new situation for the, for the children. And then I'm always concerned if the children are walking into whatever your family traditions are, right? When a divorce is pending, right? Because now we have to prepare the children for questions that might come from family members or their cousins or just the uncomfortable feeling that someone or family knows that something is changing in their um, family dynamic. So without going into much detail, I think it's extremely important to have a conversation with the children that they don't have to talk about it. Questions or comments might come. But, you know, everything is going to be OK. I don't think we can ignore this. Children are very intuitive. Children have feelings, too. So it's important not to ignore. And I think we all can admit that this is a hard time. I think we're all still dealing with the impact of COVID. 
we are trying to deal with the holidays during this time as much as we can. So to add divorce on top of all of this is really hard. So if it's hard for us as adults, it's probably a little bit harder for children. So if you listen to this podcast, you know, I have a very soft spot for children. I feel like they should be protected at all times. And as parents, sometimes we overlook how they feel, how they might react to something. So during this process, I highly encourage you to monitor how they're feeling. If they have questions, if they need extra support, because ultimately they are what's, what's most important. We as adults have the tools to go and get the support we need. So we want to encourage our children to do the same. So if this is something that you are going through during the holidays, I do sympathize with you. And what I know for sure is this too shall pass, right? So whatever you're going through, whatever you're feeling, it will pass, good, bad, and ugly. It always passes. And as I mentioned, take one step at a time. Do what you feel you need to do for your emotional well-being, for your children's emotional well-being. And all I can say is do your best to navigate the process as much as you can and attempt to find a way to enjoy your holidays and get to this as soon as the holidays are over. For the most part, unless there's something extremely pressing in your divorce, most attorneys aren't going to handle this until the the beginning of the year. Unless, of course, there's something pressing such as domestic violence or some emergency issue that has come up in your family. Outside of that, most attorneys are not going to work on it. So you have time to think about it and get back to it after the new year. Okay. So again, thank you all so much for listening. This is the last episode of season one and Legally Uncensored will return in January, 2022. And you can find Demetria Graves on all social media platforms at Legally Uncensored. Happy holidays. Thank you.